In the wrestling world, the people are represented by two separate but unequally important groups. The wrestlers and bookers, who literally do all the hard work, and the fans, who endlessly nitpick and overanalyze everything they do. These are their stories. Hey! It's Warhorse and you need to shut your mouth, open your eyes, and clean out your ears, because it's time to listen to the Raw and Order podcast. That's right, they're bringing you the best in all that meaty podcasty goodness in one, what is it, an hour, two, who cares, who gives a shit? You need to listen to it right now, or else Warhorse is going to, I don't know, roll your ass! Welcome to Raw and Order, the wrestling booking unit, the only wrestling podcast on the planet that went live 45 minutes earlier than normal because uh, I'm losing my voice. I am your host, Detective Mark Smarks, and I am joined, as always, by my partners in crime fighting. Starting off, District Attorney Vincent K. Fabe. What's going on, man? How are you? Wasn't ready for that. I wasn't on the, on the podcast before the other person, so I was expecting somebody else to be up there first. But, nope. Uh, nope. Um, first. I will say that every time I see that Warhorse promo, I think to myself, you know, giving him a mint wouldn't have been disrespectful. Because <laughs> he was really close to my face, and it was terrifying. Yeah, he, uh, he, he literally talks in all caps. Yes. Like, yes. Just literally. Um, anyways, we're also joined uh, again by JLB from up north, RCMP JLB. What's going on, man? Okay, uh, JLB happens to be muted right now. Ayla, how goes it, guys? What is up? What is up? Not much, man. Not much. Um, a, a crazy week in wrestling, I guess. Yeah, you could say that. Could Some say that. craziness happened. I mean, every week's been kind of crazy recently. But Was this week the whole Seth Rollins situation, or was that last week? Um, no, was Seth Rollins' situation? When he got attacked by the fan. Wasn't that this week? I think that was this week. That was this week. Yeah. It was this week. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the biggest uh, wrestling storyline that WWE has ever done, and they haven't written it. So, mm-hmm. it was just due to that fan. Um, yeah. That was this That was this week. <laughs> I was like, yeah. is it? Yeah. No, that's it. That's kind of uh, the only crazy thing in WWE that I could think of. Uh, in that sense, so we will uh, we will run through the week though, see what's going on. Yeah, we will talk about lots of stuff. I'm sure. Um, I I will take this as a moment to just do a little PSA to everyone out there. If you're listening to this or watching this, um, and you think that a wrestler is talking to you through a private account on Instagram or Twitter or mm. Facebook or or TikTok or whatever, and they've um, been on TV, and that yeah, and they're a well known wrestler. Um, who's on TV all the time, and then they ask you for like money or for you to buy gift cards and shit for them. You're not talking to the actual wrestler. That's yeah. just you're not straight right? dude. You're giving away my secrets. Yeah. Becky Lynch <laughs> is not gonna ask you to go out and buy a fifty dollar Target gift card for her man. She's got the money to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, Seth Rollins isn't gonna say, "Hey, can you go out and buy me my wife?" Becky Lynch a gift card to Walmart. Um, I don't think Becky Lynch is really a Walmart girl, number one. Um, Strikes me more as a Target girl. Um, And number two, um, they've got their own money. They've got got more money than you. 
they make three thousand dollars in two days. Like I, I, I will say that if Vince contacts you and offers you offers to help to let you help find a golden egg, but you have to pay him, that might actually be Vince. Yeah. If it's searching for the golden egg, you know, the hundred hundred million dollar golden egg a week after he cut people for budgetary reasons. Well, yeah, yeah. Maybe he was trying to find it so he doesn't so he can hire them back. He 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 needed the hundred million dollars budget cleared so that he could buy the hundred million dollar egg. The rock gave it to him. Yeah, it's not a thing. People gotta stop with that whole story. <laughs> it's too soon. Anyway. Before we get Worst into the wrestling booking ever written, ever. Uh, dumb in every way, but we'll talk about it, I'm sure. Worse than Katie Vick. Worse than Katie Vick. Ooh, that's that's mean. That's mean. Katie Vick could have gone somewhere. It was it was just poorly done and distasteful, but it could have actually gone somewhere. That's about the point. I'd but agree anyways. with that. So who are we brought to you by? Yeah. Just uh, before we get into everything, I always take this time to mention that Raw and Order is part of the Tatnesco Podcast Network. So once this episode is done, you head on down to the doobly-doos down below. You click on that link for tatnesco.com. You check out the other shows on the network there. You tell them that we sent you, and then you come back for our next live stream. We go live every Sunday night and Tuesday night, usually at 1030 Central. But we decided after the craziness of this week and my voice almost being gone and all this stuff, we were going to try going a little bit earlier this week. Here's yeah. a really good note on the Tatnisco Podcast Network. If you need some <laughs> change-ups to your strategies for your holiday games that you play with friends and family, there's probably one of them in there. Yeah. With the in the dice box slam. Yeah. Depending on which game it is that you play with family. I mean, they, they don't really right. have pinochle <laughs> in there. But so, oh, uh, so Every week is like a different board game that they do. I thought it was just a specific. It's a specific board, board game, game that they play. Uh, okay. Yes. Yeah. But anyway. But yeah. But it's, it could change up your strategies. The yeah, ideas. Mm-hmm. But so for this show, we like to talk about the air quotes crimes in professional wrestling, and we sometimes like to keep it positive, and sometimes I we mean like to, to be fair, we don't have to put the quotes this week. Yeah, there was at least one crime. <laughs> In professional wrestling, you know, I, I feel like a certain somebody wants to make that his his crime and start off right off the bat. I I I, I mean I I guess I could. Um, I just felt like you guys weren't gonna go there, but if one of you are, by all means, I do have another one. I'm but not if you're not there. not going there, go Smarks. No, nope. not going there. Nope. Okay, <clears throat> so uh, I'll go there. So, yes, so for those of you who've been living under a rock and literally just watch us for all the wrestling recaps of the week, uh, on Monday Night Raw, there was a fan that had actually attacked Seth Rollins, uh, speared him to a point, blindsided him as well, and then uh, he was quickly caught, grabbed, and then uh, sent to the... um, sent to the police, uh, sent to the NYPD, they took care of him, sent him to jail... Uh, sent him to jail, and then basically the next day he came out and uh, he decided to record a little video of him basically saying that he was uh, in WWE and that he did it for The Rock and he did it for Roman Reigns and uh, the Bloodline. Uh, then there was reports that uh, he basically had been catfished by uh, a Seth Rollins account 
uh, where he had spent like $3,000 on gift cards because uh, he claims that, oh, he told him that he has to make it in the business. And this is his way to make it, if you will. And of course, <clears throat> like Mark said, if any kind of famous celebrity uh, who's on camera, who's certainly making more than $3,000 a day, uh, chances are they're not messaging you on a social media. Social media was there for celebrities to interact with their fans, but they're certainly not going to go and ask for any kind of money to give you, to give them because you want to make it out in the business. So this crime is going to go to this avid fan. On also just a note of, I, I do feel almost a little, this, this person is not necessarily all there mentally. And so that might also uh, be a case of some kind of things he was doing. But at the end of the day, it's not the WWE's job to figure out all their fans and their 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 mental air area of what's going on with them. There's a lot of crazy, stupid people out there. Wrestling mm -hmm. fans or non-wrestling fans, there's no way WWE would know. Um why there wasn't security on that side is a little bit of a, a troubling issue for me, maybe there. If any fan could just jump over the railing and, you know, sprint, what, maybe 10 feet to go spear you? It's a little much. That's a little much. Uh, but, yeah, so for those avid, like, he's not all there. Just by his video. I, I did it for The Rock. I did it for Thing. Uh, me and Vince McMahon, we had, like, a little talk about it thank you vince and all that like greatest promo of all time if you're freaking um if 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 you're catfishing us and you're not crazy and you just made it that way and you made this promo i'm like okay cool but honestly i do not think that the guy is all there mentally uh, just by the way he was explaining things um but he also did then explain me. Oh, me and Seth. I had beef with Seth, uh, but now you know what? I'm done with it. So when he also explained that portion, and he explained it in a very low tone manner, where he was thinking, like critically thinking about what he was going to say, it almost got me confused. I was like, "So you are sane on this part." when talking about this certain thing, but then you go off to a bridge to Terabithia in your own freaking head where no one understands what the hell you're talking about. I don't know how you put Goldberg and the bloodline in one sentence, but you done did it. You done did it. So my uh, crime goes out to the, uh, to the kid, 24 year old uh, man who uh, clearly needs some help ASAP. I don't. I don't know why you gotta bring up the saddest movie of all time. It's like right up there with My Girl. You fucking break. I recently just watched it. It was awesome. Oh, all right. I'm done. <laughs> those could have been legit tears because that was that is a movie that pulls it out of me. At least you didn't bring up Land Before Time. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. <laughs> why did you count? That's Does how many that Land Before Times there are. Oh, okay. I thought you were counting for the. <laughs> no. No. 
Yeah, only the first one really. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Ah, there we go. <laughs> I thought that was your method. You're like getting ready with your. Land <laughs> before times more savage than, than Bambi, man. Yeah. Anyways. It's worse than that one scene time. in The Lion King where he's like, Dad, wake up. Oh, yeah, that, that's, that will up, get me Dad. every time. Wait, that will wait, get me every time. Oh, my gosh. I do, have, I do have the video queued up, and it, no, it's not from Bridge to Terabithia or anything. <laughs> if we want, um, I can pull it up. If not, that's fine. Um, I don't know that we want to give this guy any credit, but when he's when he's saying that why oh, of him it, talking, I I think it. Yeah, I, I don't might... like the idea of giving him a platform, but right, he's already got the platform, so folks he's, can look he's, it up online. He, he does already got the platform, and I think it's it's good to at least. Talk about the mental health side of it, I guess, if you will, just for the sake of education. Uh, if you want, it's up to you, good sir. Well, I'm going to leave that up to our fearless leader. You know, if it Stop, gets bitch. in front of me, I'll press play, and if it doesn't, then it doesn't. Um, in the grand scheme of things, you know, I think I think we're we're all under the uh, uh, agreement that the the guy is not there mentally. Right. Right. But but even more than that, that's why that's why I put out that little promo at the beginning. Said, hey, these wrestlers are not gonna be hitting you up. Now, I, I 100 percent believe that there are wrestlers who have private Facebook accounts or private Twitter accounts or private Instagram accounts that they use just to communicate with with family members, right? Family friends. Becky Lynch. Whatever has her Becky Lynch Facebook page or in her Becky Lynch Twitter page, but she might also have a private one that she uses to only talk to family and, and close friends. Here's the right. deal. You are neither of those. Right. Right. I, well, I, and we, if they're going to use a the, name, it's going to be more oh. like their actual name and less like their ring name. Yeah, but even that, I'm. I'm but he knew say, his oh, real name. Like, oh, he's like Colty. Da, 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 da. Oh, he, Colby. he talked about it, Colby. But here's the deal. Uh, I'm like, like, I was like, like, who the hell's Colby? <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's his real name. We had literal conversations with Warhorse, right? But I don't expect Warhorse to add me to his personal Instagram, you know, page because here's right. the deal. I'm not his his close personal friend. And I'm not his family, right? right? I'm a fan, and he's really right. nice to his fans. Super right. nice to his fans. Dan the dad, super nice to his fans. I don't expect to be added to their private Twitter feed, you know? So, so here. Oh. I'm going to go here. Add to Okay, Get it up there. Give me a second. Do, boom, boom. Go, go ahead and press play. Oh. Jesus. Oh. I can't go away from it. It's down. This is somebody else's coverage of it, and then there's a guy being escorted out. Stocky little guy. Yeah, stocky little guy for sure. Um, at first, I thought it was like Big E, or like um, you know, but then obviously after a few moments when they didn't talk about it anymore. I was like, and they went to replay. I'm like, ah, yeah, that was a fan. Well, I thought they had the video as part of this. Guess, <laughs> I, should, guess I should watch the video first. Yeah, but this that does give you a rundown of it. Yeah, they're not even going to show the video. I think this is just about. 
This guy got all excited for the yeah. news, and then he just went crazy no, on it. Didn't work. I have no clue what that is. So <laughs> we are not sponsored by DraftKings. No, and you can put your bet on it. Um, yeah. So I mean, um, yeah, I'm too lazy to find the video, but it is out there, and um, we can. Uh, we, we'll definitely put the links down to the video below if you do so, want to check it out. Oh, all I can say is, you know, the dude's lucky he chose to go after Seth Rollins, who um, seems to be legitimately a fairly nice guy. Right. Uh, and not go after Jacob Fatu, um, who will throw a fucking steel chair at your face. Um, oh, this has happened? Yes. I, I, I think I shared with the, the group after this happened uh, a tweet from Twitter showing Jacob Fatu. This fan tries to get in through the guardrail at, a, at an independent show. And Jacob Fatu just wrecks him and throws a chair right at his face. Just. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Absolutely wrecks him. Uh, I, I think it's different, though, when you're trying to get into the ring. I think when you're trying to get into the ring. This was just coming over the barricade. This was. Just, oh, yeah. Oh, damn. Okay. Not into the ring, just over the barricade. And to be fair, Seth is a generally nice guy, but also just he got blindsided, bro. Like at no, the same he, time. But, but again, he got blindsided, but he didn't turn around and just start beating ass. Um, right. He legitimately just was like, whoa. And then let security take care of it and 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 i'll give seth the credit because he also um came out later and and did his job later in the night you know he didn't (laughs) dude that was awesome like i was like yes he was calling straight from the the crowd and he's like (laughs) i'm like oh yes i'm like seth you are a god good sir you are a god and I mean, uh, I guess it was up to him to press charges to the fullest extent. I don't know if he technically did that uh, because he did get out right away. I guess he posted bail, though. Yeah, you can post bail fairly quickly. But. So I don't know. Maybe he just kind of maybe he saw that the guy was like mentally not all there. And he's like, oh, listen, just whatever. Make him spend the night. Like, this is not going to fix him. You know what I mean? Uh, we all know how jails are uh, it's only a jail it's not a thing but we all know how that could really he's only 24 but 24 with not the right mental capacity jail's gonna fuck him up good so maybe he's like you know what whatever just let him spend a day in jail i'm not gonna press charges just go because it's not gonna help him the guy needs legit help like clinical help because uh yeah if it was anybody else uh like jacob fatu either he would be concussed still or he would throw the book at him and be like, "Nah, bro, like this ain't gonna, this ain't gonna slide." I don't know. I, I, I haven't heard specifically that uh, that um, uh, Seth Rollins hasn't pressed charges. You can be out on bail in in a day, nine times out of ten. Uh, okay, it's true. Okay, yeah, yeah, regardless of charges being pressed or not. Mm. Um, so he's still gonna have his like day in court then, technically. Yeah. Okay. 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 So yeah, I, then I don't know either. I just assumed maybe he didn't because that was quick for him to get out. But I guess as long as you have the money like that, you can, right? So. Well, his bail could have been put really low. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. So you got the video. Here? Probably have yeah. We ready? Yep. Let's do it. 
Good morning, guys. I'm out. That was me on WWE. Uh, I was booked from Goldberg and Vince McMahon, and I jumped over the barricade. So I told Vince McMahon I had personal beef with Kobe Lopez. This man did not tell Kobe I was going to be there. And the personal beef is between me and Kobe, and he knows what he's done. So as a related to the tribal chief and the tribal chief's cousin, Royal 452, on Instagram, I did what I had to do. I made my family proud because we are the ones. And WWE officials, I appreciate you for taking me off, Kobe Lopez, because you know <laughs> what was about to happen. <laughs> I did it for Rakishi. I did it for The Rock. I did it for all my tribal family. I, 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 and I appreciate this message worldwide. And then he goes to show the other stuff with the comments and yeah. messaging. Yeah. The, the the thing I can't I can't fathom that this is not this isn't because of the tribal chief stuff, the the move there. I can't fathom that this isn't some type type of pomp and circumstance to to CYA at the same time as try and get some attention. That's that's where I'm uh, at with it. I mean, I do, the I whole Goldberg thing. This stuff there, the, the Goldberg piece. Oh, he goes straight and he's like, this is what Jacob Patu does when you do this. Fuck yeah! <laughs> oh, hold on. I gotta exit out because I don't think I got it sharing the audio. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was sharing the audio. Oh, it was? Okay. Yeah. For some reason. But we don't, we don't put naughty fingers on our screens here. Down. Oh Jesus! Down again. Just, He's still it's down. It's very charity. It's very watching them. Just launching the Yeah, it's not a particularly high resolution video in the first place. Oh, fair. <laughs> oh my God! Kicks him and throws the chair right in his face. Just. Uh. Just smack right in his face. Here's an idea. This is where you're supposed to stay. Don't go yeah. past there. Their That's numbers it. outnumber you. I feel like I full-fledged take advantage of that fact. And if I could beat the shit out of someone, like, no problem. I would. Everyone's like, oh, why didn't he curb stomp him? I'm like, first of all, guys, no one's going to use the freaking curb stomp. And in this scenario, this would look god-awful. But no one is going to use the curb stomp in a real fight. And especially, I'm like, people were just stupid on Twitter with that. And I was just like, okay, no. But, I mean, I hope the guy gets help. Um, I, I, I I, don't honestly think it's uh, it's just, it's it's for attention. That's there for sure. But I think he's mentally ill. Uh, yeah, I, more so than, I think it can be a little bit of both. I mean, realistically, I think it can be part of But how do you yes, do that? Attention. Uh, how do you be, like... Mentally ill, part like to well, if he's and, a, and then, let's pretend for a moment that he's in a wrestling school and he thinks he's going to get some pop from from doing it for Rikishi the Rock, the family, the NOI, claiming he's the NOI. Um, the mental illness is is the is there before that, but that becomes a trigger to try and do it. 
um, along with the three thousand dollars cash. Like, like here's the deal: there's going to be locker room talking. I'm not talking the the Donald Trump type locker room talking. I'm talking the well, yeah, Seth Rollins took your money, you got to whoop his ass, bud. You know, um, especially if it's untreated mental illness, and so. Right. It's, it's a very good possibility that this is a culmination of more than just mental illness and I sent money to, to a fake set to somebody who catfished me and pretended that they were Seth Rollins. Um, right. I, there, there, there's probably some outside forces involved. The girlfriend is an example. Um, there's, there's probably, Well, he still believes it, though. Yeah, right? So that's his thing. He's a still separate desire he may actually believe the Roman thing. He may have convinced himself of the Roman thing. I don't know where where that's at. And that's that's obviously right. best left to a medical professional. But I do believe sure. there's a lot more to this than just I sent fake Seth Rollins ten thousand dollars. By the way, I really want to fake Seth Rollins and like fake Diesel and fake Razor Ramon, Ramon now. <laughs> yeah, they just should have a whole fake shield. Face shield, yes. <coughs> While they still have Seth and yes. Roman, keep Seth character. and Roman, and then just have a whole fake shield. Should, should just be a f- organization, a federation, FWO, fake wrestling organization. <laughs> so what's anyway. fake Roman doing in the uh, fake is, wrestling organization? <laughs> this this is another example of of. Uh, don't you, you you fuck around and find out sort of a situation. This is the Laparka one. Yeah. Oh yeah, this one went viral too. <laughs> if it'll play. Spinny, 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 spinny. We're live, pal. You spin me round round. Computer ride round like a record computer. Round, 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 round. I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me, computer? One job. Hey. I mean, in fairness, well done. it's actually got lots of jobs, but but it's it's one job to do all of them properly, and it done failed you. One job. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Anyways, if, it's if, not if, even worth it. Laparka no, just no, punches a dude it. right in the face. Just yeah, he was, fucking he was just n- knockout punch. Thwack. Fan t- tries to grab his mask. And he's like, "Nope, fuck around and find out. You're done." Yeah, straight up. Especially his mask. Like, bro, this is his bread and butter. This is um ultimate. Bread respect. It's his heritage. It's his heritage. I mean, yeah, you know what I we're mean? talking bloodlines here. We're talking more yeah. important bloodlines, at least in, in terms of that piece, that cosmetic piece. Right. More important than the tattoos are to the NOI family because Yoko never had a tattoo. You know? That's a valid point. I that mean, we could yeah. see. Yeah. I don't are think you want to see the tattoo on Yoko. That is as big as it is on the Rock and Roman. In the other I'm, places, it might I'm just be on saying. Yoko. You said he didn't have any tattoos, and I'm just saying he That's didn't true. have that we could see. Well, I mean, the tribal chief tattoo. I feel like you wouldn't put it underneath either. That'd be a bit weird. When you're Yokozuna, you put it wherever the fuck you want. You're Yoko fucking Zuna. Point. 
That's about the point. I can't argue with that. Yeah, so so we'll, we can beat a dead horse on on this um, uh, insane thing. Here's the deal: is you you mentioned security, that? security, security breaches happen all the time. Less than a year ago, well, no, it was a little more than a year ago because it was a uh, when was it? The Jericho thing. The Jericho thing. Yeah, Anyways, it was about a year ago. About a year ago, AW had basically the same thing. A fan was able to jump the barricade and make it halfway down the the ramp almost to the the ring before he got caught um it happens i'm not gonna fault i mean yeah you you work on it to try to make sure it doesn't happen but it it happens that's it Um, i mean i i just feel like you should especially in a big in the barclay center i feel like you would ah but a security guard can't be everywhere right you have a certain security guard designating this what are you gonna what are you gonna do have a 360 degree ring of elbow to elbow security guards around the entire mm-hmm. barricade. That would be pricey. That would be that would be, be pricey and overkill ninety nine point nine percent of the time. Well, and I um, mean, so since you bring up percentages, I was going to go into a, uh, a math promo. Um, <laughs> if ten percent of people are crazy, and ten percent of those are willing to act on the crazy. And one percent of those makes it through. That's still one every show being able, or one every other show being able to make it in. Mm-hmm. Like that's the sheer numbers of people they have there, um, you know. And so, so we, we, we've actually got lower numbers than that. It's going to happen on occasion. You're you're going to see somebody who's willing to tattoo their back with superslotscasinoonline.com. And streak the football field at, at, at the Super Bowl, you know. Hey, he got paid for that shit. All right. Yes, he did. Good for and, him. And banned from football <laughs> for life. Eh. If the money was good enough, I mean, you got to know that the money's good enough first. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember because, reporting that also, when it happened. I also, don't you become a sex offender if you're streaking the football. Yeah. Field, you. Offender. You also. Do you, you have to? You oh have to God. know that the money is is there, right? The, the simple fact is, it would not be the first yeah. time that some... We'll pay you if. We'll pay you if, and then you do it. And they're like, yeah, you know what? We decided not to. Because yeah, it's bad publicity on bad our side. bad publicity for us. Yeah, we're, we're just not going to do that. Sorry. And I'm sure some of those people have gotten catfished to do it. Mm-hmm. But, anyways. We will go ahead and move on to the next crime in the night. I always open up. DFA, if you want to go next, or you want me to no, go? No, go ahead, buddy. Okay, so so my crime is is um I need to report a double murder on <gasps> AEW Dynamite last week. Uh, CM Punk oh. and MJF murdered each other live on TV. Just absolutely awesome. murdered each other. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, I th- I thought you were going to talk about the Darby Allen freaking crazy. Oh, that that's another. That was that was going to be in my commendations. <laughs> Okay. Um, uh that that thing was phenomenal, but we'll talk about that later. No, this is this is CM Punk versus MJF, two of the probably best mic workers in the business right now, right? Uh finally face to face in a promo battle. Um, you know, nine times out of ten, we complain when WWE starts off with a 20-minute long promo. And this is why we complain about it. Because this is the sort of promo we should get in a 20-minute promo. And we don't get that from WWE. In WWE, we get 20 minutes of Roman. 
or Seth or Big E coming out and just. I don't mind the Seth promos, though, to be honest with you. <laughs> Nothing happens in them. Nothing I, happens. I don't mind the Roman ones either. I mean, yeah, starting with Kayla on, on Friday sucked. Not, like, nothing happens in them. We need things to happen. This builds the feud, and it was perfect, right? Oh. You know, uh, uh, MJF saying that uh, uh, I didn't realize you'd look, you know, you're straight edge, but uh, how do you, can you be straight edge and look so much like a meth dealer or a meth head? <laughs> Um, I think Sam Bunk even's like that's kind of valid. <laughs> mm-hmm. He said, he said, uh, uh, you know, you come to battle me uh, instead of dropping pipe bombs, I'm gonna drop nukes, nukes. Uh, um, and then Punk responded with like, I'm in your head, you know. Uh, probably it has something to do with the fact you got a poster of me hanging up on your wall. Um, or said, how about I don't know. The, you keep talking about the four pillars or the pillars of AEW. Your ass has been replaced by Britt Baker. You didn't yeah. even realize. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I didn't know. I didn't know what the Rosie O'Donnell comment was, and then I found it. Yeah, MJF was, I, he was, was on Rosie O'Donnell. On Rosie O'Donnell was like was six. Yeah. <laughs> um. I uh, probably probably the one that got my jaw dropped the first, and not the only time, but the first time in this. Is uh, when uh, Punk said, "You think you're someone when, in reality, you're just a less famous, famous Miss." And I was like, "That is valid." We have actually <laughs> made that comparison on this show before. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, the the final one was uh, when he said, uh, "The only way you're going to be number one is if we all wait around long enough for Tony to have a daughter for you to marry." Um, which which is. There's layers to that one. There are there's layers because it's it's not just like you you're it's gonna have jab. to be old to be number one, but it's also a jab at Vince McMahon and Stephanie McMahon and Hunter Helms and Triple H, right? That right. Triple H had to wait around until he could get with Stephanie McMahon before he became number one in the company, um, and that MJF is just gonna have to follow that same path. Um, and and then to end it all off, Punk of course was in the ring getting ready for his match that was coming up next. But Punk's like, "Let's go now. Let's do this," you know. Mm-hmm. And MJF takes off his jacket and takes off his his yeah. uh, his thing and puts it on the ground in the corner. Looks like he's starting to take off his his tie, and then drops down <laughs> and rolls out of the ring and and just deuces it. Um, it was a perfect ending to it. It was it was awesome. Um. And so, so this is why we get angry when there's the 20 minute promo that nothing fucking happens on in WWE because they could be doing shit like this. They've got people in WWE that are good enough talkers to do this sort of a promo, right? I mean, the last time we saw this was technically uh, not okay. You can't really compare it to that, but John Cena Roman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the last time we saw this, I would think. Yeah. Yeah. Which was what? SummerSlam? When are you talking when Cena said it's called a promo, bro? No, 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 no. I'm talking even the one after that. Um, this when he faced Cena, they did a nice, it wasn't, it was a pretty good promo that those two had. I think it was to, uh, it was to hype up SummerSlam. But I remember I was talking about that promo and it was like finally a decent promo between the two. And we were mentioning that they really fed off each other well. And, um, yeah. And it was good. So, 
that and that was not even as good as obviously the AEW one. Uh, I can't recall um, a WWE one quite that crazy, and I don't want to go as far back as Pipe Bomb because I'm sure there was once. I guess the Promo Kid one, but I'm sure there's another one somewhere. Give me what I want. Give me what <laughs> I want. Not the best ever. That's, that Give is not the best ever. Give me what I want. You know what I want. Give me Give what, what I, want. I want. You know what I want. Give me what I want. Give me it. Give me it. It's, it's, there's, there's Oreos in the back, man. They're at catering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got them all. They were on your rider. We put them there for you. Right? Give me what I want. You know what I want. They're there. They're there. <laughs> Anyways. No, I just I just absolutely love this promo. And it furthered the feud in a way that, you know, not that we needed much push to be excited for MJF versus Punk. Right. Um, but this helped further the feud to get us a little bit more excited on it. Um, it also makes me think that MJF will probably be the person to break Punk's win streak. I'm down um, for that. Yeah. Which is which is absolutely the right way to go, if you ask me. Yeah. Um but you'll build build punk up with this. Uh have MJF look scared. Yeah, it doesn't I don't care how it happens. Oh, there there was also I can't remember exactly not a roll what it was. Not a roll yeah. There was even a mention in it about um uh uh Wardlow being basically buried by him or something like that. I can't remember exactly what it was, and which means well, it's setting up that as well, because we know eventually Wardlow's gonna turn on. MJ, Hell, right? have him do it at, at the bunker. Yeah. Yep. That way, MJF still looks strong. You can have a dominant match against him. Where though attacks MJF, MJF technically gets the win for the first DQ or second DQ finish. Yeah. In AEW history, plot uh, twist. What if one after he's done both of them? After he's done attacking MJF, yes, he would attack CM Punk. Mm-hmm. No, or, but I was, or he attacks CM Punk, helps MJF get the win. It's not a DQ victory, but it's a win, right? And then afterwards, in the ring, MJF is celebrating, and Wardlow just fucking yeah. That's what I'm it, Here's the big thing, because AEW and, and some of its time frame, but also they've been around for two and a half years now. So, um, because AEW doesn't constantly write the same shit over and over and over again. We can actually go, well, which one of these 17 scenarios is it going to be? Where mm-hmm. We don't go, well, will it be Charlotte or Becky by roll-up and, and cheating? Yeah. Right. But uh, that that the promo itself was just, I don't know, one of my favorite. Now, it, it's, it's tough to say it was one of my favorite things of the night because the night was fucking phenomenal. Oh. Um, uh, despite the fact that it had QT Marshall in a match. Um, um, I skipped. I didn't even want to watch it. Wasn't that great? Was it? Was it a good CM Punk match, though? Okay, because I skipped it. I mean, I was like, I can't. It was just another victory for CM Punk to make him look good. Right. Um, fucking hate QT Marshall. Um, <laughs> but, but so that's that's my crime. Is just this this promo was so great. And yeah, I know the WWE fanboys are all up in anger because they're probably like, oh, uh, AEW just can't seem to keep our name out of their mouths. You know, they're always throwing punches at us and all that, uh, you know, you're number one 
in the race, right? There's no doubt about that. When you're number two, you throw punches at number one. You punch up, right? That's and, what you do. And quite frankly, if you're number one, you can punch down to, to try and keep off number two. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're not, and, we're not referring to, to um, bodily waste, by the way. Well, but I mean, he, here's the deal is, <laughs> right? They act like WWE hasn't punched down. And they 100% have. They just haven't been as overt about it, right? Them putting uh, NXT on USA Network on Wednesday nights was 100% them punching down, right? Yeah. Them hoarding talent for a year and a half was 100% them punching down, right? Uh, So many things they did. AEW announces a special event. Uh, WWE announces something to go on that day. They they've done it before. They just haven't been as overt about it. They haven't been like, we're doing this to go after AEW. And I do feel like when given the creative control from the wrestlers, the wrestlers would do it for WWE. Like the last time we saw that was maybe when Sami Zayn mentioned AEW in like some kind of uh, wasn't a shoot, but he 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 was like, oh, where are you gonna go, AEW? Or something like that. And then he's like, oh, and then he was playing into the crowd. Oh, I mentioned AEW. Oh my God. You know what I mean? Like, that was cool. No, the the most recent time they did it was Becky's promo on Monday. Oh. Because the fans chanted CM Punk, so she called out CM, called out the fans, which is in turn calling out AEW. Yep. But what did she say? She called out the fans for talking smack during the women's match. Okay, but she didn't directly say like no, she oh, didn't directly, but this. but I mean throwing a sleight of hand punch is still stabbing somebody in the ribs without them seeing it, still stabbing them in the ribs. Well, or or to to use it over to football, right? If you if you say, Oh, all the fans are out here cheering for Tom Brady, um but Tom Brady's not here. That's that's still throwing punches at the team Tom Brady's a part of. Yeah. Right. So. so anyways, but that that's my crime. I just think it, it was it was glorious. It was one of the best twenty minutes of promo work I've seen in a long time. I was happy as a clam. <laughs> well, I mean, aside from the CM Punk Eddie Kingston promo, right? That was badass too, and that was what a few weeks ago. That was badass. This one I liked. I liked more. Um, I've definitely I, watched this one more. I, I, I think, I I think a lot because times. this one was a little bit more back and forth. Yeah. Um, so, and it was it's building to something that we knew was going to be more than just a short term feud, like the Eddie Kingston thing. We know was really just kind of thrown together because I think they had plans for Eddie Kingston and John Moxley, mm-hmm. um, and then of course Moxley's situation changed. And so then they were like, well, what can we do with, with Eddie Kingston? He was here, and then he was gone. Hmm? Oh, no, I'm here. Hold on. Sorry. I'm back on this camera. <laughs> camera one, camera two. Camera <laughs> one, camera two. The cord isn't long enough for the other camera, camera and it gets freaking annoying. Anyway. <clears throat> but, but So we'll go ahead and move on to DA Fabe's crime. What do you got for us? So mine goes to, um, I believe it was CBS Sports. Hold on one second. Um, 
I should have been doing this while we were talking. Would have helped. I'm just should should I should I say one job? Yes, yes. You are the one job connoisseur for today, good sir. Well played. You're using the one job perfectly. I applaud you. No, I'm sorry. It was wrestlingnews.co. Um, so wrestlingnews.co fell for um, the promo at the beginning of SmackDown um, and listed a headline. Is Roman leaving WWE soon? Literally, the promo was rumors don't exist. They're not real. They're fake. And you don't know when I'm going to go on to other pastures. And you're just like, he's creating a rumor in one of the, in what I would consider one of the more unique ways that I've ever seen. This is garbage. I thought it was, I thought it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like it, well, it, it speaks to who his character is right now, that his character says, I'm not going to believe Brock is here until Brock is here. Right. I don't give a shit if Heyman knows or not. Um, I know where Heyman stands because he's terrified of me. <laughs> but he's scared of Brock. He's fucking terrified of, of Roman. Is is the character that they built, and it's great. Um, yeah, I mean, we never saw Heyman. We saw Heyman scared of Brock because he turned on it with the Big Show, or or Brock was a little bit over angry. We've never seen Heyman pander out of fear like he does with Roman. And again, I know it's a, I know it's a, a show, but um, he, he Heyman is might be the best actor in WWE, and Roman teasing that he's going to go on to movie contracts and stuff like that is literally him saying, it "Doesn't matter what the fucking rumors are." And I just thought that was a really really good. Really good promo. Oh. Um, but I also wanted to sort of grime out for not paying attention to the whole fucking segment. I mean, in fairness, Roman already has spent more time uh full time in WWE than The Rock did, so you know. Yes. Maybe oh, snap. And, and beat cancer while doing that. Mm-hmm. That's oh, taking Jesus. the cancer part out. Mm. And and filmed a movie with The Rock while beating cancer. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, and I mean, I don't, but he he also mentioned it in an actual interview, right? As well, well and, and he might be, but but what he was emphasizing is, who gives a shit what the fucking rumors are? I'm the head of the table. Is what it was is the is right what was coming across? Well, I mean, in the end, we can we can even blanket this to a lot of the news, the wrestling news sites, just in general. Um in this modern era of clickbait headlines and all of that stuff, it's it's so often that they just jump on a storyline without really thinking it over and looking through it. I saw a headline earlier this week, and it was, um, <clears throat> I think it was late Friday night or maybe early Saturday morning I saw the headline. And it was like, can't even remember what, what, cha- what news site it was from. I'd look it up, but it doesn't even fucking matter. Um, it was it was like uh, AEW tries to revive flagging ratings on Rampage by uh, changing tactics and announcing matches for next week's show. I'm like, are you 
fucking kidding? They've done that since day one yeah. of Rampage. It's just called and, regular promo. Yeah. <laughs> and and in the end, this is actually really more of a symptom of how how bad WWE got when they didn't have competition. When WWE didn't need to announce what's going to happen on the next show, they just stopped doing it, right? Because they no longer had card, to bring in card subject to change will make you think that this person's going to be here even though they're yeah. dead. We don't well, uh, and we don't have to announce it, right? We don't have to announce it. We just imply sort of a thing, right? Because there's no more WCW and there's no more ECW. So what the fuck else are you going to watch? You're going to watch our shows, right? So or announce the, the Survivor Series team and then completely change <clears throat> it up. Well, but but that's that's been since AEW, and I'm talking pre AEW. WWE mm. didn't announce shit for their next show, right? We actually had an episode of our podcast where we talked about it, where we're like, WWE's ratings are flagging, and I don't know why they're not just announcing things in advance for the next show. Announce a few, uh, ma- you don't have to announce the whole card, just a few headline matches yeah. to get people excited about the show. They just weren't doing it, right? And then right. AEW came around and started doing it. And now WWE is doing it a bit. Um, but AEW's been doing it with Rampage from the beginning. But this headline came along like, like AEW was going, oh my goodness, Rampage ratings are so low. We got to try something new. How about we try announcing the matches for the next show? They've done it since day fucking one, right? That's so- it. And and I and I want to I want to reiterate what I've talked about before on this. As wrestling fans, we need to stop giving a shit about the ratings. We really do, right? They're not for us. Ratings are not there for us to look at and say, "Oh, my show's doing good." No, this stuff. ratings are there specifically for the networks to decide, you know, how to program their show. For the networks to take to the advertisers and say, look, this show's getting X number of ratings you should advertise on. That's right. not for the fans. That's for the network business side of things. But in the end, an interview has come out from TNT uh, president, Warner Media president, who said that they are ecstatic with the ratings that Rampage has been getting. They are ecstatic with the ratings that AEW Dynamite's been getting. There, there's only one night of the week that's more difficult than that. And that's Sunday night. Mm-hmm. So, the, uh, and the, the simple Saturday nights, is, the Saturday nights, the lost cause, except for college football or yeah. sports of some type. Yeah. Sunday night, if it's not football season, is a relatively lost cause. Um, right. but, but in the end, it Friday doesn't night even matter. Lost cause forever. R- reports. Yeah. Reports had it when AEW first started that uh, Turner, uh, Warner Media, was uh, hoping, optimistically hoping for around half a million viewers. And that's on Wednesday. On Wednesday night for Dynamite, right? Yep. And they averaged well over that. They averaged around mm-hmm. 800K uh, for the first year and a half. And then uh, recently they've been up near that million or above that million right for for dynamite rampage their second show that's only one hour long um again reports have it warner was like if we can be somewhere around that half a million we'll be happy and they've been about that six hundred thousand, right so they're above half a million every time warner doesn't fucking care ratings aren't flagging for it yes does Warner want more viewers? Yes. Sure. Every TV channel wants more viewers. Sure. Right? They, I mean, if they can put up 30 million, that's fine. But yeah. it's never been done by pro wrestling. 
Mm-hmm. And and really is barely done by the by the Super Bowl. So yeah. And so in the end, what they want, they want more viewers. And yeah, so if they can get more, they're gonna do it. But they're not complaining about the viewership that they have right now. They're not going to AEW saying, hey, uh Rampage is only getting six hundred and twenty-five thousand uh views we we really need to do something to do that get that up there but especially by tnt tnt is only really on 10 o'clock before rampage was a thing it would just be a movie yeah it was just like fucking reruns it was reruns it was like a movie of some sort and then you know like i don't think i don't know their ratings before rampage and nor do i care but i imagine they weren't getting six hundred thousand anyways you know for uh probably not Probably not, Dur- you know, like during during the holiday season, they probably got, you know, two hundred and fifty thousand views for, yeah. for reruns of Home Alone. You know what I mean? Oh. They're mm-hmm. like, Yeah, let's play Home Alone or a Christmas story for the two hundred and sixty fifth thousandth time. Yes, and randomly put Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas in the background in the credits just because we can. <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, that's it. I mean, I don't know. I stopped caring about the ratings ages ago. Um, just, I'm just happy I have options in wrestling. And um, yeah, that's it, man. I just care about the product or the lack there of certain companies' product, WWE. Uh, and that's it, man. I that, That's what I care about. I like what I watch. I'm able to talk about it. I'm excited to talk about it, or I'm not excited to talk about it. That's what I'm here for. I'm not advertising. If I was advertising on your show, different story, but I'm not. So let AEW do AEW. CM Punk, I agree with a lot of people. It gets annoying to start off the show, but hey, it's working for them. It is what it is. I'm annoyed. Obviously, the majority aren't, so that's fine. Whatever. You know, but if you give me a promo like you just gave me with CM Punk coming out at the beginning, uh, I'll definitely tolerate CM Punk coming out at the beginning because that was fire. So, the the other piece to speak on that ratings thing, and I know you didn't want to keep talking about it, but is that USA Network's ratings have continued to decrease while TNT's continue to increase. I'm not talking USA Network. Um, in terms of uh, of uh, wrestling, I'm talking about overall. So the networks have they're, they're considering those pieces to the networks as well. Coffee, 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 coffee. You okay? You okay, yeah. big guy. Yeah. Is Just is that is that drip. Coke? Coke's in your own taste better than is the best tasting Coke ever. It is the best tasting Coke Zero ever. Not the best tasting Coke ever. That's regular Coke. But it is <laughs> definitely the best tasting zero sugar Coke ever. Um, now, I, I, I'm talking about this just on the uh, side note because I do want to make a mention of this. I would like to give a, a non-wrestling related crime out to my server this week at uh, Texas Roadhouse who spotted <laughs> the fact that I had the sniffles. And decided to uh, that it must be super funny for them to serve me the blandest strawberry lemonade they ever could make to make me seriously question whether I had COVID for about five minutes. <laughs> did, did they say they did that on purpose? No, no, I don't, I don't know oh, if they did it on purpose, right? Funny. But 
But like li- literally, it came. It looked like a strawberry lemonade, everything like that. I take a drink out of it. It tastes nothing. It's like water. Yeah, I don't think that was intentional. I take another drink. I'm starting to panic a little bit because here I am in public (laughs) with the sniffles and all this stuff. And I'm like, I got my mother-in-law there and my wife and my daughter. And I'm like, oh, geez. Oh, geez. And then my meal comes and I take a bite of my barbecue chicken. And I taste it wonderfully and everything's great. And I'm like, (sighs) and then my refill strawberry lemonade tasted great. Right. That first yeah, one, it wasn't it, ta- it uh, I don't know how you make a strawberry lemonade that tastes like water but looks like strawberry lemonade, not on purpose. Maybe it was like the end of the ice cream. Uh, it's wait, strawberry lemonade. Uh-huh. Oh, I thought it was like a strawberry milkshake or something. Here, I was thinking maybe they were done with that batch of, I don't know, the uh, the milk or the cream or something, and I don't know. But yeah, nope. I don't know how you. Nope. It tasted like fucking water, but it was <laughs> it was pink like strawberry lemonade. It had strawberry bits floating in it. I don't I don't know how it was witchcraft and voodoo, um, <laughs> but it fucking kudos to them. I guess <laughs> that is fucking hilarious. <laughs> I think you're overthinking it, but if they did. Bravo. <laughs> so so we have a comment that um I I I'm not hip with with lingos. You guys want to let me up? Not yeah, not I'm, sure I'm I know what this guy means. Yeah. Hey, let you're up on screen. Up. We're letting you up, Nick. So, there you welcome go. to the show. I think, I think that's what he meant, let me up. There we go. So, Kudos to him. Hey, Nick, thanks for watching. Good, sir. Um, And um, yeah, but, you know, ratings aren't for us. And that's where we stop at that. Um, I guess we go on to. What is it? Well, I mean, I just want to get back to DFA's original crime. And it's more about the 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 reporters. Uh. Failing to actually think through before they post something, you yeah, know, before they post hey. a, 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 a title, an article. Yeah, yep. and again, it, mm-hmm. it, I didn't read the well, whole article at all. On that, but the title is the part that gets people to come in, especially nowadays. Saying, yep. If what you're saying is is you know you're leading off with Romans leaving, that's clickbait. And a lot of we- a lot of websites have done that recently, but there was also another. Um, I forget which dirt sheet it was, but it was based on Brian Cage's wife's comments. Uh, one of the wrestling websites had posted an article, and that uh, I guess uh, owner of that website had retracted the entire article and apologized on Twitter for not doing their due diligence because they got a lot of backlash from it. So you definitely have to, especially when, you know, Brian, Brian Cage's wife was saying something and then you write something different on the article, um, undermining her comments uh, definitely is not going to lead well with anybody and especially not look good on being a legitimate source for your news. So 
it, it in, happens. In the end, what it, it really does. comes down to is actually listen to the sound bite before you write your stupid fucking article, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. When the sound I mean, bite is uh, Brian Cage's wife, Melissa Santos, saying, you know, I think there are just so many great ways they could use them, him. And you say, Melissa Santos says that AEW is mistreating her husband. That's not what she said. That's not even close to what she said. She just said he's big and athletic, and, and she really looks forward to the ways that they can use them. On top right. of it, if if you are uh, the wife of a professional athlete, um, of course you want your spouse to be used better, right? If your you spouse want him to is be the backup, yeah, the backup <laughs> quarterback for the Chicago Bears, right? You're going to be you in an interview saying that they should be the starter. Of course, they're you're going to say that, right? Uh, so right now, Brian Cage is on a little bit of a uh, a lull in his AEW thing. The FTW feud kind of went nowhere. Um, I don't know if there's any more coming from that. I, mean, I guess you could have him beat up on Dante Martin now. Um, Ooh, Dante Martin with many, many flippies when he throws it in the air. Yeah. So excited for him versus Leo. I'm really into yeah. Dante Martin. Like, they really promoted him well. And he's Dante Martin is, is a fucking star of the future. He The thing uh, that he needs to work on is mic skills. Um, because yeah. in the ring, he's fucking magic. He's... Yeah. I feel like this could be an assassin oh. from the inside type thing, too. Mm-hmm. Again. Going to take take FTW down from the inside. I can see that. Yeah. So I um, hope so. But yeah, we'll uh, go ahead and move on to commendation. Hold on. There's one more, exa- oh. one more really good example that goes along with what you just said about the Brian Gage thing. Okay. Um, dirt sheets in websites like this. This is the reason. Not... Not because they don't want fans to know. Not because people don't should, don't want anybody to know. This is the reason you guys don't find out about the John Huber stuff until it's all the way mm-hmm. at the end of it. Yeah, right. The reason you don't find out is because you report it like that shit. Yeah, which sucks. Uh, uh, so suddenly everybody's like, "Oh, he he must have CTE," and and they leave with John mm-hmm. Huber has CTE. No, John Huber doesn't have CTE. Mm-hmm. Right. He has another situation that happened entirely, and you don't need to report on it. Yeah, and you don't. And, and so, if you're going to misread a promo, which was designed to say, "Hey, maybe I'm leaving, maybe I'm not," but I just told you rumors don't matter, so shut up. And look, and also, it just because people obviously it's the headline they try to clickbait and so on, but. This would lead to your journalistic creativity by making a legit headline and making it clickable. If anything, that should push you to do that because then you're making everybody happy. All you would have to say is Roman teases leaving WWE, which was the very next article. But the clickbait one got all the people to click in. And so I, Mm -hmm. I, I guess I would encourage fans to not take the clickbait written article you know yeah i don't if if i see a clickbait article i legit go on google and find another article that's better because i'm like no i am not paying you shit let me find another website because you just know sometimes that that headline is full of shit or it's going to be misleading i've clicked enough of those clickbait articles to know that so i find another one and i'm like ah 
totally wrong. I got it now. Cool. This is it's also the reason why everything Dean Ambrose, i.e. John Moxley, was speculation until that shit happened. Because mm-hmm. you'll write you'll write whatever the fuck you want. Well, right. I mean, to give an a to keep it on the John Moxley thing, uh, another example of this came up just earlier today. Ooh. I saw um an article. Um well, I saw it was an interview with Dave Meltzer, right? Which Dave Meltzer has gotten some shit wrong and some shit right over the years. And, you know, we can talk all you want about that. Um, if you talk to uh, Bischoff, it's, he's gotten everything wrong. Everything wrong. Um, but, but Meltzer reported that, um, and I'm, I don't have the exact word for word. I was trying to see if I could find it. But Meltzer reported uh, in an interview, he said, listen, WWE um, has a, a policy where they will pay for rehab for anyone who's been with their company, regardless of their status with the company before, right? Yeah, now, right? Um, and in the in the interview, he said, "I don't think that they paid for John Moxley's rehab. Um, I'm, I don't could. think they did, but they could have. But they definitely have before for Impact Wrestling stars, which we've talked about before on this show. That that's their WWE's policy. If you are a superstar for WWE." And you have to go into rehab, even if you're no longer with them whatsoever, they will still pay for your rehab if you need them to, right? But I want to specifically note that in this interview, Dave Meltzer said, I don't know if WWE did offer to pay for John Moxley's, and I don't know if John Moxley would have accepted it if they did. John Moxley, you know, and all this stuff. Uh, ten minutes later, I see a headline from one of the things, one of the things out there, and it said, Wrestling Observer News reports that WWE paid for John Moxley's rehab. No, they fucking didn't. Right? <laughs> right. Clickbait shit. You didn't even fucking read the article. And right? and the problem is, and and my curiosity comes into that play. And I and when I know that that headline is wrong, I'm like, well, how did you twist this? How the fuck did you twist that headline? For it to like make sense in your head. And then when you read, it's like, although he mentioned he didn't know that he was going to, it is most likely that he they probably did. Like, no, now you're just putting your own, like that's what they yeah, do. Yeah, you're just making your own assumptions there. You're just making your own assumptions, and that's how they do it because they put a comma and they do this for the headline. So it's like, oh no, we didn't say it like that. You just didn't read it properly. Just Oh, I can't take it. I, I, and that's the reason why I, 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 I'm only one guy, and I can't get on top of all the news articles and so on. But that's one of the reasons I wanted to start doing a lot more news stuff and so on and so forth. Not that I'm going to be the the top guy of news or anything, but just the fact that if you ever see any of my stuff, just know I full fledged put all my work into it and got some sources and did this and did that. And try to make a decent headline so you can want to at least read it and click it. But at the same time, it's giving you value and honest truth. Yeah, not not a headline that's completely different than the actual article. Exactly. Like, that's just my whole thing. I find it stupid. I understand why people do it. But at the end of the day, journalistic integrity has to come first before money. If you're in the journalism business, you should not be doing it to you you're not going to make millions of dollars your credibility is going to be hurt more 
in the long run anyways. And then all that money is gone for good and you won't make any money off all of that time that you spent uh, doing your journal journalist craft. So, <clears throat> you know, and that's it. So people will be people, I guess. Yeah, I, I, again, I'm I'm not, I'm certainly not upset about the Roman promo. It was, it no. was a total swerve. Most of the articles said, hey, this could be a swerve, this could be this. But when you're reporting on fake sport mm -hmm. with written storylines and saying Roman's leaving because of it. Right. Or when you're reporting on the option is for people to, to get rehab paid for by WWE for any wrestler. And if that's their if that's their their stuff their their program, mm -hmm. if 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 that's a possibility, that's fine. However, the article should not read. John Moxley's rehab paid for by WWE. Exactly. <laughs> like it's not that's, that should not yeah. be what gets people to click in. And specifically, it definitely should not be. Wrestling Observer News reports that. Yes, yeah, somebody else's. Yeah. No, um, no I, I fucking I, didn't. I, I don't want to get slandered here, so... Okay, but you're saying somebody else did it, and they could easily point you out, too, for it. It's just like... And, and the problem is, they just take the words. They don't take the tone of what was said. Like, there was a... You guys... Uh, there was a uh, Joe Budden, who's a podcaster as well. He had made a, a joke based off of how people talk. Oh, say uh, uh, that's it, guys. You know what? I, I'm coming out. I like guys and girls. But it was out of uh, because people just talk all the time. Joe and Budden likes guys you know, and girls. I mean, that's been rumored about. for a while. <laughs> that's been rumored for a while. But I mean, whatever. They're saying that he said it like it's fact. And then I'm just like. All right, hold on. Let me listen to the podcast. Let, let me see how we came out and whatever. And then it's not like that at all. And I'm just like, just disappoints me. Like I, I take writing, although I do a lot of typos and all that, but I, I like the fact that I like to report news and I like to write articles and so on. And, you know, I'm not some big journalist guy with a, with a, you know, a crazy news website, but I like the fact of reporting factual news and being able to inform people the right way. And that type of shit really just grinds my gears. But I guess at the end of the day, they're making more coin than I am. I also like being a complete asset. I, I, I will say that it does give us the ability for, for what happened on Friday to happen. And that's for Roman to tease something that has nothing to do with wrestling at all. Mm. Has nothing to do with anything. May not actually be the truth. It could just be storyline shit. All that. So he could be taking a break to do a movie and then coming back. We don't know what his plans are. Certainly he was not the one that made Hobbs and Shaw. I mean, he was in it, but he wasn't the one who made it. So that doesn't mean the next movie he does is going to be um, Scorpion King. You know that that level um, to where to where eventually he ends up as the Tooth Fairy. Right. I would I would love if Roman was the next Tooth Fairy if they did a Tooth Fairy too. <laughs> I would watch that shit. <laughs> anyway, Raw and Order WVU. Reports that Roman to be in Tooth Fairy 2. Get in the comments. <laughs> Get in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Anyways, on that note, we're going to move to the misdemeanors and commendations. Who's got one? I got an accommodation. Uh, Misdemeanor-wise... <laughs> I love that he does that. I love it. Sorry. Uh, Misdemeanor-wise... I don't know. I um, can't think of anything. Oh, uh, no, that would be an account. Commendation. Commendation. <laughs> can't do it. I don't know why. That it. always fucks me up. Um, and English is my only language. I can't even blim it all. I'm in Quebec. I speak French. No, it gets fucked up. Then just um, go with your commendations, man. Just go with them. All right. Commendations. Commendations to the Rock. Dwayne Johnson, we see once again that he is a hell of a guy. This guy gifted his truck to a Navy uh, Navy veteran who also does a lot for his uh, community, and he legit gifted his truck uh, surprisingly on, I believe it was actually on Thanksgiving during a Red Notice premiere. So um, just, again, commendations to him just for being a great guy who likes to inspire people and he's paying it forward. And I freaking am always here for that. Always here for his motivation, inspiration, inspirational quotes, just great well, freaking guy. I mean, you know, it, it is just all about drive. All, all about, about power. Oh yes. He yes. says hungry. He devours. <laughs> he devours. Puts in the what's work. his mother effing name? Puts in the hours. <laughs> just nice. to take what's ours. Nice. Well played. You did you got that all perfectly well. Nice. Wow. <laughs> fucking wow. I'm just gonna put out a misdemeanor at anyone who thought that that was The Rock's debut in rapping because it fucking wasn't, okay? <laughs> it doesn't the, matter. <laughs> yeah, he had Wyclef Jean, it doesn't matter. And before that, he had the masterpiece known as Pie. And I say masterpiece totally facetiously. The thing was a pile of garbage, but it's there. It's an entire rap about Poontang Pie. Oh, I remember the cover of it. I don't remember the song. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> this was before The Rock got lessons from Lin Manuel Miranda. So mm, that's fair. That's fair. Did he actually get lessons from Lin Manuel Miranda? Yeah, for, for Moana, because uh, oh! Lin Manuel wrote the, the songs for Moana and specifically Snap. that one. And he fact. gave gave rock lessons on how to deliver, and, which is also why if you listen to the cadence of the rap in the Tech Nine rap, it sounds like it could have been written by Lin Manuel. It wasn't at least officially written by Lin Manuel, right. but I wouldn't put it past Rock calling up his friend and saying, "Hey, yeah, I, I've I've got these ideas for this this rap I'm going to be on. Let me run past you." And Lin Manuel be like, "No, how about you do this?" Yeah. Yeah, pow. Yeah, that that does make sense. I mean, we could. I'm gonna check the credits afterwards. I already did check the credits. It's not on there, so. Oh damn. Okay, but. But I still, like I said, I I, I don't, <laughs> wouldn't put it past Lin Manuel just being like, nah, you know, I'm just helping just you out, it. man. Just yeah, man, it. just go. You're a good guy, good folk. Go take it. I, uh, so for an accommodation, I can't an accommodation. even say. Yeah. For accommodations, there we go. I can't, I can't do it without saying the hand in front of it. For commendations, there we go. Uh, um, 
See, I'm fucking. I am so bad, and I do it every week. I am Dude, fucking I up your English for a literally say big nets now. I know, <laughs> and shit. I, I, I now say it it's properly. Shit. <laughs> it's like Anyways. I learned from my mistakes after you harassing me for months, and then you guys get fucked over by it because you've been harassing me for months the wrong way. <laughs> Correct. So, in terms, thank you. speaking of, thank big you for nets, your sacrifice. Speaking of big nets, um, Becky Lynch's promo. In fact, really the first hour of Raw um, was actually pretty fucking good. And then it got really fucking bad. So I'm going to give a commendation to the first hour of Raw for being pretty fucking good. I'm also, well, that's a misdemeanor, so I'll wait. So. What's, what, what, what happened in the first hour of Raw exactly? Well, Becky cut a promo again, telling the fans, "Hey, don't chant for CM Punk when there's women wrestling." Right. That, that, that's just fucking shit, and I right. I won't disagree. I won't disagree um, with that either. Yeah. There was there was a really good tag match where um, where uh, RK bro or it wasn't a tag match. It was just uh, when bro Riddle came out dressed as oh yes. <laughs> as uh, Randy Orton. Randy Orton. <laughs> Riddle is the best performer slash comedic performer at the same time they probably yep. have right now. It is really fucking good. And and Orton walking in the ring and handing him his mustache to put back on. <laughs> it's fucking great. Fucking great. It is comedy so, gold. I'm glad um, he didn't get buried. Uh. Um, yeah, I mean, as a whole... I, really I would good. like to point out how much that means that D.A. Fabe is talking about how much he's That's liking true. Matt Riddle right oh. now. Oh, oh it, wow. it goes it goes with Orton so well. Like, do not fuck this up, WWE, because I really don't like Riddle. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that's saying I, something. I'm loving him right now. So, um, and there was one more match in there before it really just turned to shit. And it got really shitty, really fucking fast. No. So, yeah, but I, I you have to give a good commendation to that. And that um, and that was the Ziggler match too, right? Ziggler and uh, RK Bro, right? Because yeah. RK Bro, uh, yeah. I mean Riddle. Okay, yeah, yeah. that match was fun too. Yeah, it was a fun match. It was a good match. Um, Ziggler played the the oh my gosh, this guy doesn't know how to wrestle because he's trying to be somebody else right now. Well, <laughs> just the whole thing was done really, really well. And I was like, holy uh, fuck. Ziggler's fantastic. Oh, I, I will do one more. And and uh, Smarks might give me an eye roll for this because it's not directly to wrestling. But Adam Blampier's, um fantasy booking of Keith Lee this week is fire and the number of times he says wrestling's fucking easy i don't know why you guys keep fucking it up um is legit on this keith lee one mm-hmm. what did he fantasy book him as he just rebooked keith lee in the main roster oh snap okay so yeah just you know the way they should have done it mm, that's fair i think that's how yeah. he titles them how how wwe should have booked blah 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 yeah. Um so but, um my my commendation we mentioned earlier um but it's specifically about timing. The timing of the Austin Gun Darby Allen spot mm-hmm. was 
absolutely impeccable. Basically. And it's 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 three parts that were in motion on that. So you had Sting come out onto the ramp. You had Austin Gunn do this phenomenal, just kind of like roll over the top rope out of the ring right. thing, just kind of a cartwheel out sort of a thing, and just right. start booking it up the ramp towards Sting. Sting not flinching at all. At all. I know. I was like, Sting, not, what are you doing? Not even moving, right? As this 220-pound beefcake comes running. I don't know what Austin Gunn's build at, but just booking at him. And then out of fucking nowhere, but absolute perfect timing, Darby Allen just fires like a rocket out of the, the entrance ramp and just smokes him. Bam! Bam. Yeah. <coughs> and rolls through and lands on his feet. All right, and is back up, ready to go. Just... Yeah. And then Sting just starts walking down. And it was just so perfect. <laughs> like, like the timing was impeccable. Sting yeah. not even flinching. It was great. Because if Darby, I, Allen, if I Darby think Allen was, was a half second him. late, uh, Sting would have gotten plowed, right? No, 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 but that's what I mean. I think because of the suspense for us, for the viewers, we're like, why isn't Sting moving? We paid attention to that because someone's running at you. Your your instinct is to move out of the way or to go in Not defense. if you're fucking Sting, it is. <laughs> but no, but that was the suspense of Darby, right? So Yeah. But that's my point. Is in, in the end, it's like if Darby was half a second late, Sting gets plowed, right? Right. Um... And so the timing, just knowing that the timing was all going to be there, so perfect, so excellent. Yeah. That was my second jaw drop moment of the night. First was the, the less famous Miz line, and then this one. I was like, <laughs> it was yeah, great. Straight up. It was awesome. Um, Very much so. I also have a commendation also going to AEW. I'm all AEW tonight. <clears throat> um, He's all elite, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Uh, is for for AEW owning up to a mistake that they made and turning it into a storyline. And that mistake was legitimately accidentally counting Riho out of the TNT tournament battle royal uh, thing that they had. Um, or, or was the world title battle royal, the other uh, pay-per-view. Anyways, when uh, Riho did not go over the top rope. She went through the middle ropes and out, uh, but they announced that she'd been eliminated. And uh, apparently she was absolutely pissed by about it backstage because she's like, I wasn't eliminated. We had spots planned for me to do later in that sort of uh -huh. thing. Um, so instead of just rolling on and be like, no, nope, just sweep it under there, they acknowledged it. And then last week announced that Riho this week was going to have a match against Britt Baker uh, on Friday Night Rampage, where if Riho won the match against Britt Baker, she would get a future title shot, right? Hmm. So they turned it into a storyline. A mistake on their part, own up to it, turn it into a storyline. Nice. That gets a thumbs up for my part. Yeah, that's, that's one way to do it, especially. You, it respects your wrestlers, and it also respects your fans for not thinking that the fan i mean i forgot of it so i guess i'm stupid but uh, i didn't catch on to that but it also respects the fans who did 
So kudos on AEW. That's a that's a good combination right there. And um, yeah, I mean, I guess my misdemeanor would be to uh, Charlotte Flair or for WWE or for the booking team for um, for making uh, Shotzi look stupid on SmackDown. Um, I, I, to be frank with you, I didn't watch SmackDown. I did read what happened, so I could, I don't re- re- know exactly how it went on live TV. But Charlotte, wait, wait, uh, wait, 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 you missed your boy becoming the number one contender. I did, and it's very unfortunate. <laughs> But I mean, he's gonna just get demolished by Brock. So I mean, it was still kind of like, uh, you know, bittersweet. Like, I, Sammy's obviously not gonna win this. Who who is Sammy in the ring with? Because I, I felt like I remember there was a guy he was in Jeff the ring Hardy. with. Oh, I I thought they were gonna Dude. give it to Jeff because they announced uh, they gave it to Jeff. By the way, welcome right. to my misdemeanor. <laughs> oh. There we go. So no, they announced that they no, but that's it. But I thought they legitimately were gonna give it to Jeff because he had the Austin thing in there, uh, the broken skull session interview, uh, and all that. And I'm like, okay, you know what? They might actually give it to Jeff. That might actually be a thing. And then I read, oh, Sammy wasn't eliminated. And I'm like, ah, classic Sammy. And then the whole announcement of Brock is gonna be basically showing up next week, or uh yeah and then i'm like oh there goes sammy's thing i'm like oh i guess you better give it to sammy since sammy's gonna be leaving anyways his no, contract oh is coming up well uh, fox must not be happy with wwe's ratings because they're announcing matches for next week <laughs> that was so well done i thought it was something so serious <laughs> oh, so um on on my on my misdemeanor it is uh it is okay i understand that the commentators have a lot going on they're actually talking about it but the person at the side of the ring should have an active count of the number of fucking people in the battle royal and the number of fucking people who've been eliminated the bell should not ring the announcer should not announce jeff fucking hardy as the winner, and then Sami Zayn be able to come in and win it. Yeah, that should be a triple threat, times. and that should that should that should be a triple threat, and that's how Roman loses the title, and then Roman and Brock can fight yeah. each other without. A I mean, here, here's where, I'm, I'm going to put on my surprise shock face that WWE booked a battle royal where someone appeared to be eliminated earlier and then oh. stayed out of the ring until the end, and then there was someone who looked like they won, but oh no, this person wasn't actually eliminated, so they come back in and win. Um, yeah, they, they do it too many that? times. They do it way too many times. I, I cannot remember the last WWE Battle Royal that didn't end that way. Well, almost didn't come back in and win, but AJ did stay out of the ring for quite some until, time. Until, yeah. Until that was a phenomenal forearm, though, when he came into the ring, pun intended. Yes. Like, that was like, whoo! AJ pun is back, is ladies and gentlemen. Always intended. Yeah, pun is always intended. Um, I did. Oh, I had something now, I forgot it, but uh, yeah, so great week in wrestling on the AEW side. Uh, I am not exactly what we expect right after Survivor Series. 
on the WWE side. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you put a half decent pay per view on, and then your biggest storyline of the year of the of the week is a fan rushed into the ring. Like, dude, at this point, hire that fan to book for you because he's got the most freaking uh notoriety uh from anything you did in wrestling. I mean, NXT announcing war games or getting war games ready. Uh might be fun. I'm just not watching enough NXT to know what is going down, but I will be watching War Games. So hopefully I don't get disappointed. Well, misdemeanor old school versus new school. I think that is just absolute shit, especially when your old school talent, your old school NXT, all freaking hate each other for the most part. Like it just don't make sense, but it's WWE. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. I can work with that still. <sighs> can you? Uh -oh. What's going on here? Uh-oh. Uh, Pun is always intended. Pun. <laughs> Jesus. He just made that now, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, no. no it's been up on the site for a while. while. Oh, I think mm -hmm. I found my new shirt. It's, it's actually our number one selling shirt on the non... On the non... Uh, specific WWE wrestling. Side. Yeah, non specific wrestling. Oh, nice. Time. Genius. Pun so, is always intended. Always intended. Always. So. Damn, that won't look good in black though. Oh, oh, will it? Will it? it? Won't. Let's find out. It won't. Let's find out. Do, 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 you, do, you'll you'll just see the red. It'll be like always. No, it <laughs> looks just fine because I put a white outline because I'm not a stupid idiot. No, no, you didn't. Stupid you, idiot. You didn't put it on pun is though. You put it's it on there. The intended. Eh, I mean, I'm just blind. Oh, yeah, okay. You are 100% blind because it's 100% <laughs> there. I'll get it in gray. Because I don't trust your outline. Preferably not everything. in women's. women's yeah. uh, you're you're, you're going to get the gray women's tank top. <laughs> I might get their tank top, their I, men's I tank see top. It. See how they are. I see it. I can see JLB in there. We, the, the, we have men's tank tops now on here. Yes, we do. Okay. Yeah. I'll I'll try them out. The men's tank top. That is. Like sweatshirts <laughs> and hoodies, and you can actually get one for a little baby. Aww. Oh my gosh! That's if I was cute. gonna have a child, I would so get a hoodie. Fuck is this onesie? <laughs> I mean, first of all, you you just get a child just for the sake of doing it. Not if I was going to. You go find someone good. Sir. I have you a child. Out, you bang out another one just to get the onesie. Just to get the onesie? Just get the onesie. Ba bang out another one? Bang out it. Pun is always intended. All right? I didn't say it because it was always. And I'm getting that shirt, guys. I'm, get, I'm getting that tank top. I don't know now. I'll figure it out. I might Jeez. get a, a toque. God damn it. <sighs> Such a great saying. Well done. Well done. Yep. <coughs> you could also get it on a teddy bear. Yeah, I'm not a teddy bear kind of guy. Or a teddy dog. Mm. If you had like a if you had like a old school like buddy, wrestling buddy, down. <laughs> But I don't think they're gonna that website's gonna be delivering buddies anytime or any year soon. So shirt or tank top for me or Tuke. One of the three. But yeah, so pretty decent. Uh, and of course, 
the Thanksgiving on Macy's a throw pillow. Parade. On a throw pillow. <clears throat> and uh, Macy's Day Parade. We got to congratulate The Rock again for being there with his little uh, young rock float. It was there last year, but it's back this year because there's going to be a season two of Young Rock, which I didn't even finish season one because I stopped caring. Did you guys end up watching Young Rock? Nope. No, it was terrible. No. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, I also want to give a commendation. No, I'm sorry, a misdemeanor to um, uh, fucking food fights. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I literally fantasy book it because I think it's so ridiculous that they that it I, I I'm looking for the year they surprise me. It's yeah. not coming. <laughs> no nope. and they they've legit done it like all the time. I would also like to give a misdemeanor to Val Venus. Cause I watched an old school flashback smackdown from like their Thanksgiving SmackDown. Um, it was, uh, and oh my God, his hello lady, hello ladies, whole little promo were so bad. And I guess so vulgar, hello, like, ladies. I, 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 like the Thanksgiving one is like, ladies, uh, can't wait till I'm going to find me that perfect bird. I'm going to open its legs and I'm going to stuff it. And I was just like. Oh man, this is so. Did corny. you expect any different from Attitude Era WWE? Yeah, I mean, I expected a more creative one. And this was Attitude Era WWE. They they weren't known for being creative. They were lowest common denominator. That's why they won. Oh, sometimes it's about simplifying your product. Mm-hmm. Today, you you would have to simplify a different way. Right. Don't don't run the risk of uh, yeah yeah. I don't think you could say that definitely today for sure. I don't think that well, was misogyny. Yeah, and and it was misogyny back then. It's not like yeah. it changed. No, exactly. It's just misogyny. Just but the girls back. were all into it though, which was <laughs> were they really? I don't know. There was a lot of cheering for her. a lot of. I heard like a lot of women cheering. Oh, whatever he was, I fake guess. Fake news like, article. Guy. Fake news fake article. News. JLB states that no women, women really like misogyny. Yeah. Um. There's this. There's this thing that WWE likes to do where they pipe in cheering sounds. You think they were piping it back then too? Oh yeah, they've always piped in cheering sounds. Oh, okay. From from the day that they could do it. From the day that they were born. It's called yeah. Sweden. Okay. <laughs> But on that note, we're going to go ahead and wrap things up because I, I don't know if you guys can tell, but my voice is about to go out on me. And so we're going to wrap things up for the fantasy for the wrestling booking unit. And hopefully I have a voice in two days for the fantasy booking Institute when mm-hmm. we'll have fun fantasy booking things. But um, if Look. you enjoyed the show and you joined us live, thank you. If you did not join us live, but are watching it on replay on either Facebook, Twitter, um, YouTube, Right, Nick joined us live. Yeah, join us live next time. Nick joined us. Yep. Have some fun. Be like Nick. Yeah, we'll put you up. <laughs> I don't know what it means, but we'll put him up. We'll, we'll put him up. That's we'll let, let him up. Let him up, yep. Let Look up. there, I'm going to let him up again. Nick, you've been let up. Bam. On screen, baby. Whoop. Yep. 
So, right. um, but yeah, join now, us on the live. You're listening. Now to Nick has been let down. Yep, he's been let down. We let you down. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, join us. We we'd love to have you around. You can find us on all the social medias. You can follow me at Raw and Order WBU on pretty much all of the social medias, um, except. except for Facebook, where I have to be pissing podcast because for some reason. Or other one, let me choose at Raw and Order. I don't know why. But you can follow DA Fabe at DA Vincent K. Fabe on Twitter. And on Twitter. Yep. That's it. And you can follow JLB at JLB420 is on Twitter. Uh, that is also Justin JLB on Instagram. Uh, Justin JLB, just personal Facebook. But Real Talk Radio is the brand at Real Talk Radio 8, anchor.fm slash RTR. Uh, I am going to get, you know, I, I'm not going to do the link tree thing. I'm going to do an all of my links.com where you can find all of my socials and streams and all that. But of course, anchor.fm RTR is where you can find all the streams, the, the Spotify's, the, the apples, the, the stitchers. Uh-huh. Uh, and there, there will be no snoring involved because I am an eccentric son of a bitch. And hopefully you like to listen to my voice. Uh, kayfabe is just a jelly bean. And, uh... Oh, it was uh, Smarks. <laughs> no, no, that was all okay, babe. Just me. Just me. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, that is it. Back to you, good sir. But yeah, so uh yeah, join oh, us no. next time. Uh, but we're gonna go ahead and close the book. Thank you all for listening. We will see you soon. Lord, he yeah. was born a rambling man.